everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to be doing this episode. I'm cozied up in my reading room. I've got some chamomile tea, which is super sentimental because I associate the smell and taste of chamomile tea with Akatar. The first time I ever had chamomile tea was the actual same time I was reading Akatar, and it was at this resort here in Utah that I go to with my family every summer since um, I married my husband. So this is like my sixth year, which is insane. Anyway, I happened to be reading Akatar when I was there and they had a tea bar and I tried chamomile and then I associate like just everything now with Akatar. It's like it was all consuming. So yeah, having the tea and also going to that resort is just feeling very cozy. I'm not at the resort now, mentally, maybe, <laughs> but um, yeah. For this episode, I am going to be doing a six-month recap of 2022, and it's just wild that it's already been six months. I can't believe it. So I will be talking about my hyperfixations of the year so far, my goals for the next six months, and lessons I've learned, songs I've loved, just the full recap. If my voice sounds a little bit, I want to say crunchy, but that's giving me the ick, but for lack of a better word, like deep and gross, it's because I had COVID a few weeks ago and I like quite literally it's almost been like 30 days 28 days or something I my throat is still recovering so we've got that I've had that sexy rasp thing going on for a while you know when you get a cold and you like kind of have a rasp and you're like "Mm, I'm I'm low-key feeling this well I had that phase and now that phase is behind me and I'm just ready to have my normal voice back just a slight rasp but um yeah don't mind that Okay, I'm not going to do like an extensive life update since this whole episode is a life update, but I did want to share that I am in my Percy Jackson summer era and it's amazing to be in because I have wanted this for the past three summers. I bought Percy Jackson the Olympians that series in summer or maybe spring of 2020 with the intention to have a Percy Jackson summer. Didn't happen. Next summer didn't happen. 2022 came and I was like, okay, it's time. And it it really, really do be. So I have finished that whole five book series. And to anybody who is wondering, who has never really read it, um, I've seen some people asking, do you think I would still like it? Um, absolutely 1000%. I think that it's got all of the sentimentality and magic and quirkiness of Harry Potter, like Orphan Boy and his magical trio. But it's also got its own incredible, unique twist, specifically Greek mythology. I've always been very intimidated by, like, Greek mythology girls because I'm like, you're so cool. Like, that is so cool that you know about Greek mythology. I know nothing. Well, I didn't. And then I realized I could be, I too could be a Greek mythology girl. The humor is unmatched. It is so comforting, even when there's crisis in these books. You're just like... Hee hee silly, Percy's cracking a joke. The characters are very lovable. The story is very easy to read because it's middle grade. Also, if you're wondering if it won't feel deep enough for you, 
just think of like Sorcerer's Stone Chamber of Secrets era like it's around that that kind of vibe which I mean it's still I bawled like a baby reading the fifth book in the series I was it I was at my best friend Kelly's house in her guest room we were taking a chill break and I'm just like weeping um so yes it was very moving now I am on to the next series by Rick oh my gosh SOS Riordan I literally don't know if I'm saying that right. I never do. Rick Riordan. Um, Anyway, Heroes of Olympus. I started that. I was so excited because when I picked up this book, I should say when I picked up my Kindle, because I mostly read on my Kindle these days, and it said that the book had five hours of reading. I was so excited because the Percy Jackson books were like two, three hours max. I don't even think in page numbers anymore. I think in hours because that's how my Kindle does it. So I have 24 minutes left of this one. I'm (laughs) literally obsessed. So Percy Jackson I'm obsessed with, but I think that good old Rick, I don't want to keep butchering his name, so I'm just going to call him Rick. (laughs) That feels weird, but here we are. Good old Rick, Ricky boy. Ew, 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 ew. I didn't like that. (laughs) He, um, he, his writing has gotten better because there is just like crack cocaine infused into this story um so I would say I'm maybe enjoying this more than Percy Jackson which is bizarre and I can't wait to see where it goes all this to say if you want a fun book that's like very summer quest friendship I think you would love Percy Jackson so I definitely recommend it to anyone and if you don't like it I think the first book is like 200 pages so no pressure. You could try the first one. You could always come back to it. And since they're middle grade, they're just really fun, easy reads. All right. 2022, the Taylor Swift year (laughs) where we're happy, free, confused, and lonely at the same time. I have really enjoyed 2022. I kind of decided to stop putting labels on things like the best year of my life, happiest I have ever been, because I just think that's like depressing. I don't want to discount past me. But 2022, I have felt the most fulfilled and centered that I have felt ever. I felt really present, balanced, good about my hyperfixations, my relationships, everything. There's definitely been some like shocking hard times some are good for the plot some are not good for the plot and just really hard (laughs) I have yet to see how some are good for the plot I'm gonna start with some life lessons I've learned and then I'll get into I'll just ebb and flow out of deep and not deep topics starting with deep okay do you guys have a girl you can think of from high school who always seemed Like, she had her own style. She kind of followed the trends, but had her own originality. She was just very stable. She almost seemed like an adult, but in high school, just very sure of herself. Super cool. Super woke and funny and just centered. That was not me. (laughs) I'm thinking of a, a really cool girl I look up to. And um, I just remember looking at her and being like, how? I am so emotionally, mentally unstable. I feel like I came out of the womb this way. I feel like I'll always be that. That being said, 2021 was a really, really good year and a really hard year. And I did lots of therapy. And 
you know, you just don't really realize, oh, this is actually making me a happier person (laughs) because the highest high of 2022 is that I, for the first time in my life at age 25, literally 10 years later than the time I was admiring this cool queen girl in my high school, I finally feel like someone younger me would really look up to and be proud to be. I feel like I can enter any situation and keep a sense of who I am and I can incorporate uniqueness into my life while also adapting to situations. I feel like I'm not controlling things and I'm so proud of that genuinely. I have never been that and I have never just really been someone who's that stable and it's it's been in the last few months where I'm like I can walk into situations and just feel really stable like I'm not I still have lots of mental health stuff I still have anxiety but I feel pretty capable I guess and um, more confident in my ability to have boundaries or advocate for my needs take introvert time and that that kind of transitions into my next point which is I have really leveled out with my extrovert introvert levels which I think has helped with this a lot because in college I was such an extrovert I was just out all the time like every single night and then in COVID era I was such an introvert and I think it was the difference between that is like when I got married we moved to Utah from Idaho where we were at school and I didn't know a lot of people and I became like in my hardcore introvert era and in 2022 I've gotten to a place where I can ebb and flow comfortably as an extrovert and an introvert and that's really resonating with me because I do recharge with people but I do recharge alone. I just don't really feel so extreme one or the other. I feel like I can be both. In 2022, I have really challenged my mental fortitude because when the year started, uh, I think it was like March, April, my friends started doing a lot of casual hangouts and I remember just being like, wait, oh, what? Like, just literally no chill. Like I was like, okay, on a weekday? And it was because I didn't know how to balance a work day and fun and I didn't know when I needed alone time and when I didn't. So I started with baby steps, challenging that, trying to hang out with friends after work and not worry about work and just have fun while I was doing it, which might sound crazy, but like entrepreneur life is so hard. You feel so guilty when you're not working. You're, I mean, I lived in a constant state of burnout so much of the time. Um, I feel like I'm not there anymore. I feel like I can confidently leave work at the warehouse and go hang out with friends but then also to know when to say no and to know when I need to go home and have six hours of alone time and to just be like that's so valid queen self-care you'd think I was literally planning these transitions but that being said that transitions into the fact that I have friends who are so good with boundaries And I don't feel like if I say no to hanging out, they see me as flaky or rude or like I don't care about them. Um, And not even just friends here, but like FaceTiming friends. And I'm not really the most consistent person. And I think that's something I need to tackle. 
But, like, I could maybe FaceTime five days a week one week and then you won't hear from me the next week. Well, you will. Like, I will be texting and maybe call people for a little bit. But just having friends who don't care and, like, one thing like that doesn't affect our whole relationship has been really good. Last year in 2021, I went through some really hard friend stuff that pushed me to rock bottom and below rock bottom and it really gave me a chance to look at myself and look at what friendship was to me and everything I did that was unhealthy any unhealthy patterns I had and to take that to therapy and to dissect it and take a look at it and try to become a better friend and also try to find friends who matched my um like ideas of relationships and how things work and 2022 has been all about people and that has been the best ever I think being in therapy last year I just I just sort of thought like I said before is this working I can't really like it it felt like it was working in the moment but I guess what I didn't realize is that it was also working long term and suddenly it's um like a year of therapy almost and I'm like okay I have boundaries now I can see when I'm mistreated now I can stand up for myself now what (laughs) I've never had that and that has resulted in relationships from sent from heaven above and rekindling of high school friendships and college friendships and strengthening long distance and old friends and family members And I really want to make this realistic because I don't want to make it sound like everything's perfect. I think I have just kind of recently realized I maybe have some trust issues and troubles opening up. And so that's something I really want to work on is even with friends I trust so much, sometimes I'll catch myself just like not being fully emotional because I am scared that's so different for me because I've always been such an open book where I like would meet someone and be like here's my heart you can hold it bye (laughs) and um now I'm oh there is such a hard thin line between boundaries and being closed off so I think that's something I need to work on so yeah I've come a long way but I in no means want to like put off this persona that I'm like perfect and have it all figured out because I definitely don't. Next thing I've worked super hard on is sleeping. I have touched on this a little bit on Instagram but I it's like every two years I have this crazy panic trigger come along in my life and it is all-encompassing and my mental health leeches to it and this past year it was sleeping specifically on trips I would go to sleep on a friend trip and then I wouldn't fall asleep right away because I would just feel like, you know, in a new place, kind of frazzled, whatever. And then the more time went by, I would start to like sweat and my heart would pound and I felt like my throat would close up like I couldn't breathe and then I would start gasping and then it like the hours would tick by and it would be like 4 a.m. 5 a.m. and it was like I have to be up in three hours I have to be up in like two hours and and then suddenly I would go through these like fun friend trips with two hours of sleep hot like medicated on my anxiety medication and then I wasn't my best self and this was just every trip but I 
was relentless. I was like, I'm not going to stop traveling, but I had so many bad nights. Like, pretty much name a trip I went on last year and I couldn't be like, yeah, it took me till 4 a.m. that night. Yeah, I sat on the bathroom floor whispering to Connor that night. Um, So sleeping has been quite the journey and I literally, I could cry to say, like just saying that it's getting better. I think my logical brain has been like, okay, well, it's been a year and you haven't died in your sleep and nothing bad has happened and I had to get to this place of like, so what if I don't sleep? Like, I'd go on my friendships and be like, so what? Maybe I get no sleep, but I'm not gonna be unsafe. I'm not gonna die. Like, I'll just be tired. And that radical acceptance was hard as hell and um, such a journey. But sleeping is getting a lot better. And I, (laughs) I literally cannot thank my friends enough for their kindness. I still on trips have to be like, can I have my own room? That's sort of like my biggest boundary I've had to learn to uphold and my friends have been amazing. In fact, Maggie has helped me a lot because she has sleep problems too and she actually got me melatonin and it sounds so obvious. Like I I had been using sleep medication or anxiety medication to try to get myself to sleep. She got me melatonin and I like kiss the ground she walks on because that has been so helpful. So if you have sleep anxiety, I mean, it's possible you already take melatonin. I don't know why I hadn't thought of it, but it has been so good for me and (laughs) just helped me fall asleep better than my anxiety medication or anything. So I'm incredibly grateful for that in 2022. My last few trips I like haven't had trouble sleeping. It is so weird like that. I will never take that for granted because that was awful. So thank you 2022. (laughs) I'm going to be getting into so many good incredible experiences and so many things I've loved but I just wanted to say that life is not always perfect. I've like 2022 has brought all kinds of hard times um, and all kinds of magical incredible beautiful times. And I will share the good, the magical, and the ugly for sure, all aspects. But um, now I'm going to share my hyperfixations of the year, which have been very, very beautiful and special to me. Also, oh my gosh, I'm taking sips of this chamomile tea and it's like every sip I take, my like I am like yeeted, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeeted into Valeris. I'm like, I am now with Asriel and my besties, Feyre and Cassian, and I'm at the House of Wind. Oh my gosh, how? How have I not been reading Akatar? I miss it so much, but it's like, I don't want to read it more than once a year because I don't. I still want it to be special. Anyway, I'm dying. R.I.P. me. I love Akatar so much. <laughs> I will be starting into at the end of July. All will be well. <laughs> okay, this year's fixations have been so good hot fire flames they've really come for me they've said hi we're everything to you you thought you were mentally okay um let's talk about the marauders (laughs) last fall i was talking with my my bestie girl tori and we were saying that we ship wolfstar which is Sirius and remus so much despite the fact that we had never read any like the fanfic about them which is all the young dudes and we had simply just seen fan art and we were like immediately yes immediately yes so 
I decided to buy all the young dudes for Tori and Kelly and myself for Christmas. Merry Christmas to me. And then I was planning on seeing them in February. And so I waited to give them their Christmas presents until February. But like a few weeks before I went, my friend Savannah was here and she had mentioned it. She was like, do you know all the young dudes? I keep getting Marauders TikToks. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I have it here in my pantry. Pantry? (laughs) No. In my cabinet. (laughs) It's like next to the peanut butter. I'm like, ah, food for the soul in every way. But anyway, pulled it out of my little cabinet and she started reading it aloud to me. And we were like, haha, fan fiction, kind of funny. Oh my gosh, I need, I needed to humble myself and humble myself I did. This story, you guys know, you've seen me, you've, you've seen possibly the insane hyperfixation. It became my world. It was the clothes I was wearing, the songs I was listening to, the adventures I was having, everything I talked to my friends about, my TikTok feed, my candles that I lit, literally <laughs> everything to me, everything. In case you don't know, All the Young Dudes is a fan fiction by Miss King Bean 89 Who is she? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. She's never told us. Could she be Taylor Swift? That's what the kids are saying on TikTok. Why? Because 89, because 1989, okay? It's the best conspiracy of all time. It's the way that Taylor would perform her stadium tour and then sit down and write another chapter about Sirius and Remus. <laughs> but okay, so it's a it's a Marauders fanfic that is as well written as any book you'll ever read. And it starts on first year. There's plot points for each year. It's not just fluff. Um, it is from Remus's perspective with a few other POVs thrown in. You go all the way up to year seven, which is bliss, magic, and then you go past year seven, which is going to obliterate and destroy your soul, and you're like, I'm so sorry, why did I ever read this? Like, I was sitting there in um, I, 1981, I think, is when it happened, when it all goes down, and I was like, I never should have read this. This is horrible. And that lasted like 20 minutes and I kept reading and I cried and you guys know how the Marauder story ends and yet it's still worth it. It's so moving and it really fed into my 1970s retro aesthetic that I am loving so much. Um, You know what's so weird? The universe slash yourself, intuition, it's like you always seem to know what's coming in life. Because when I did my rebrand in January, I hadn't touched all the young dudes. I had it ordered, but I, like, didn't really know anything about it. And I, like, was still not sure about fan fictions. She needs to repent. Um, And I did my rebrand with Sarah and we did like a Marauders aspect. We did a Marauders background and I was like, you know, my my retro rebrand is inspired by the Marauders, which was so random because like, yes, love the Marauders, but also like, what story was I going off of other than Prisoner of Azkaban vibes? I don't know. And then it comes to be the most important, one of the most important stories I had ever read within a few months. Life is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That hyperfixation was 100%, 100 million percent. 
And it was followed by the actual most healing story I could ever ask for in the way that I like wasn't sad. I like rode out the waves because, you know, hyperfixations can't last forever, which is heartbreakingly tragic <laughs> as an Enneagram four and as a reader and as an every I'm sure everyone feels like that. So I was I fell out of the arms of the Marauders and into the loving arms of Nick and Charlie and entered my Heartstopper era. And Heartstopper was and is so, 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 so special, so moving, so life-changing. I binged the three books. There's four, I know. I haven't read the fourth one yet because I I can't. I don't want it to be done. You know when you can't watch the last episode of a show because you're like, it'll be over? I can't, but I will. I own it and I'll read it, you know, when when I'm ready. But I read the first three. And then the show came out and I went and got an Airbnb with friends and we binged it and that was so special. And aesthetically, that was super fun with the shop because Heartstopper is like pastels and warmth and coziness. And that hyperfixation got me through to Harry's house. And I was able, it's like with every era switch, I'm able to merge the two for a second, which is really fun. Like there's so many connections. So I was able to do a Heartstopper times Harry's house tea with Sarah, which was incredible. Sarah is my friend and queen designer, in case you were wondering. If you don't know, you she's incredible. You should follow her. Um, but we were able to kind of combine those hyperfixations and then I gently stepped away from Heartstopper. It's always with me forever. And dove into the world of Harry's house. And I was able to do my Harry's house launch and launch my welcome home sweater, which was incredible and very gratifying and magical. Thank you to everyone who supported that launch. It literally means the world because I was able to custom design the welcome home sweater and I'm just so happy with it and grateful and humbled and Harry's house has been an incredible era. Harry's house is like so I'm only listening to Harry's house and folklore right now um but so I don't want to say that phase has ended it definitely hasn't but infused into this era and this time Stranger Things season four part one came along and that is the vibe and it's so fun to kind of take the retro 1970s aspects of my my brand and infuse this like magical fun 1980s aesthetic and I was able to do my Stranger Things launch which was just last week and that has been so fun such a good fixation she said tape players windbreakers messy hair and 80s music and nature it's just a vibe I would say like I don't want to compare because every era is so special nothing has quite like overtaken my whole existence like the marauders did but every single thing has been so special to me and like exactly what I needed And as spring dwindled away into summer, I entered my Percy Jackson era, which I've already talked about, but it's summer and sunshine and adventures and friendship and picnics and binge reading and feeling like even when you're inside, when it's dark out and you're reading Percy Jackson, 
you feel like it's like a summer's day at the ocean. I don't know why. So that is amazing. I never try to micromanage any eras, any phases. So I definitely cannot predict what is coming next. And I'm open to literally anything that is coming next. But for the next six months, here's kind of some predictions of what I'm thinking will happen. I'm going to continue reading Heroes of Olympus, but I am also buddy reading Anne of Green Gables with my mom, which I'm so excited about because I was homeschooled growing up and part of my air quotes curriculum was her reading to me every day and she read Anne of Green Gables to me. So this is just like a full circle, so fun moment. So fun moment. Does that make sense? Probably not. Um, so I am predicting Percy Jackson era followed by an Anne of Green Gables era in which I will most likely read all of the Anne of Green Gables books, watch the original movies, and then binge watch for the second time and with an E. I can't believe that they canceled it. Goodbye. I'm still very upset about that, but I'm excited for that. Though, please don't hold me accountable because I <laughs> float around in the wind and I just follow my heart. So we'll see. Also, Stranger Things Season 4 Part 2 is coming, so we're still very much there. We're still very much in Harry's house. Um, I think as those things start to fade, if they ever do, who knows? We can't predict these things. I will be rereading Akatar end of summer. I really like the idea of like a late summer Akatar vibe and then reading to Akawar and then taking a break and reading Akis in like winter or fall and also I got very into Little Women last summer that is my favorite book and movie of all time and I read it like late July early August last year and it was like one of the most all-consuming hyperfixations of my life so I don't know if that will be like a tradition vibe or if this year I'll wait and read it around Christmas because I feel like that is a really good time I have not thought about fall or winter so I'm just like literally spewing words right now but fall I mean fall will be Harry Potter I have not read Harry Potter in a while well I'm slowly reading it I haven't read past Goblet of Fire in a while so but back to Hogwarts will come and I'll probably honestly reread all the young dudes and read um the last four Harry Potter books and then winter I don't know it's giving Little Women and Narnia question mark, but uh, who's to say? And then I on my list of fangirl events 2022, I've got, oh, do you know what comes out in August? The Final Gambit, which is the Inheritance Games third book. So that will be a fixation. And then, oh my gosh, so, and then fall is Love on Tour again. And I had Love on Tour last fall. Love on Tour Fall Girl energy is the energy I'm trying to channel. Um, I was actually going to go to Love on Tour in Europe. I was actually supposed to leave today, um, but I haven't been planning on it in months, so it's not like a drastic thing. I just, it was like February and it was time to like book flights and start really kind of planning the trip. And I was like, I, it doesn't feel right. Like, I, I felt excited, but it just didn't feel meant to be. And I realized as I started to plan the Europe trip, I was like feeling anxious and stressed. And I was like, if I'm going to go to Europe for the first time, I don't want to be super anxious and stressed. So Connor and I were like, mm, maybe let's not go yet if it's going to feel stressful, which in the end I'm really grateful for because 
I am having a Utah summer, a very Utah June and July, which I'm excited about. That's kind of a sidetrack, but I'll talk about that more in a sec. But yeah, basically, um, that's the vibe of hyperfixations for the rest of the year that I am predicting. Okay, I'm going to share three experiences from 2022 that left a big mark on me forever. Amen. First one, anxious Hufflepuff queen goes to Coachella. Two anxious Hufflepuff queens, me and Maggie, went to Coachella. It was insanity because the weekend before, she came to Utah and we did Olivia Rodrigo. Wait, that's on my list too. I'll talk about that in a sec. But okay, so it was the next weekend was Coachella. And (laughs) I'm the girl next door. I'm the nerd girl who has a Harry Potter clothing boutique. I am not the girl you expect to see at Coachella, but Harry Styles said I'm there. And so I said, I'm also there. And uh, we went and it was really fun. Learned a lot. Stayed up till 4 a.m. Stuck at Coachella waiting for the shuttle. Just like literally cursing the world. You have never seen me so cranky. <laughs> we were just like non-entities, Maggie and I, in line. Um, But it was so fun. I will never forget it. I will tell my grandkids about it. It was <laughs> so magical. I love choosing my festival outfits. I think I bought like $200 of merch. Goodbye. And um, Harry brought Shania Twain out and he also sang Boyfriends and Late Night Talking for the first time ever. And let me tell you, when you're in your Marauders era and Harry Styles sings Boyfriends and you're like in the audience, you're not okay. (laughs) That was absolutely incredible. Um, Insanity. I definitely... So I'm thinking I want to go to Coachella again next year, which is funny because the night after... (laughs) And the day after, I was like, best night of my life, never again. So here's what I'm thinking. If Olivia Rodrigo headlines Coachella 2023, I'm going. If not, we will see. But for some reason, I'm just really feeling like Olivia's going to do it. I don't know. Who's to say? Okay, next exciting experience was, I don't know why I'm doing this out of order, because this was the week before, but the Olivia Rodrigo concert, which was so fun. Maddie and Maggie came from out of town and Kelsey was there too, but we weren't in the same section. And I was able to meet a lot of amazing new friends that night and frolic around in a beautiful dress. And Olivia came out and we were like fairly close to the stage. So we listened to a few songs. What did she come out to? I think she came out to Brutal and then, wait, yeah. And then she sang Jealousy, Jealousy. And then we were like, let's move to the back which was so fun. We were dancing in the back and that album you guys know is so painful and it came out at a very painful time. And so I have like some heart. I listened to Sour and I'm like, this is so good. Also, ow, I am thinking of pain right now. So this concert specifically was really important to my 2022 journey because it it overwrote a lot of sad times and replace them with like okay you used to cry in the canyon listening to favorite crime well now you have this memory of holding hands and laying on the cement floor in the back of the venue screaming along with Olivia like that was really instrumental to my sour journey and that album is just like sacred because it was such a fun experience 
And then last experience was one night only, <laughs> which was also with Maggie and Maddie because they're my drop everything for Harry Styles because he owns us girlies. And we dropped, okay, Maddie got two wine night only tickets from Ticketmaster, which they were literally $25. She would have got three, but they had a two ticket limit. So then we split the third ticket on StubHub and the third ticket was $1,400. Goodbye. But we did get the first two for 25. Love that for us. Um, We went to New York. We stayed in our little Queens Airbnb and we somehow got barricade, which was wildly exhausting. I'm not sure I'll ever be barricade for Harry Styles again because it was like a lot, but so worth it. I will say I will be barricade for Taylor Swift or die trying. So I still have that left to do. But one night only was sacred, incredible. I like can't believe that was real. Um, the universe proceeded to say you've had too many blessings and dropped kicked me into misery land because I got COVID from one night only along with most of my friends and the last night in New York I found out that my favorite aunt passed away really suddenly so I was thrown from like best night of your life straight into COVID and grief which has been the last few weeks well it was like that was about a month or 30 days ago 20 days ago so anyway that was like so wild and crazy and like it was like oh I can't even cry about my aunt because I'm so sick (laughs) and I missed her funeral but luckily they live streamed it um so it's just that's life isn't it you get like these crazy blissful magical moments and then suddenly you're like what is happiness and yeah so I don't I don't want to just romanticize everything because I mean I romanticize life I'm all about romanticizing life but I can't just tell you guys the good without without you knowing that all of that happens on a smaller scale but also hard I had during all of that time just like horrible acne absolutely awful which I'm 25 now and I've come a long way when I was like 15, 16, 17. It just ruined my day. And like I would have a zit on my face and look in the mirror and be like, just I can't go out today. This is awful. The whole day is ruined. And I would see a picture of myself with a zit and I'd be like, oh my gosh. And it would just like if I thought I didn't look good in the picture, it would just affect everything. So I've gotten to the point now where it's like, I see a zit and I'm like, okay, that sucks. Um, But uh, it obviously doesn't determine my worth like I used to feel like. But this was getting so bad to the point where just like hurt. I had like five or six really painful zits at all times. And it was like hard to overlook. And I knew it didn't determine my worth. But it was just like I didn't want to look at myself. And the zits literally hurt like even when I wasn't looking I could feel them so it was like hard to get it off my mind so also owning the common room it sometimes feels like so much of my success can be based around how good do you look this week or like how good do you look in the product photos because if the product photos look good the products will sell better and um, sometimes I get hard on myself about that so that's been like a 2022 journey is like okay well 
sometimes you have acne and you don't need to base like the success of your entire shop off of how you look. So that's something I have in mind. I I'm feel very grateful that I figured out my skin and it's getting back to normal. But if it gets bad again, I that's something I want to work on. It's just not not letting like my looks affect how my whole shop goes. All right, now I'm going to talk about my favorite things of this year. Material Girl. <laughs> Actually, I have a highlight on Instagram called Material Girl where I show you a lot of my material items if you're interested because Material Girls Unite. My number one material item that is quite literally everything to me is my Kindle. Maddie, my best bestie girl, she has a Kindle. She was like lugging it around with her. I don't know why I said lugging. It's tiny. That made it sound like it's like heavy. She was at my house. Her Kindle has the most beautiful wildflower case with like Harry and Taylor stickers all over it. And I said copy paste. And while she was here, I bought the exact Kindle. Oh my gosh, Maggie has one too. Um, so they both had their Kindles and I was feeling very inspired and I bought it and I'm in heaven and the sole reason is because it literally tricks my brain I am so addicted to my phone that sometimes it's that much harder to pick up a book instead of the phone but the kindle it feels like I'm on my phone gosh I (laughs) like I fully acknowledge this is messed up like I should probably just not give in to the phone addiction but it helps me because it feels like I'm on my phone but I'm not and suddenly I'm reading and I've been reading a ton more like way more than I've read in the past few years and it also has like a warmth adjuster and a paper white thing I don't whatever that means basically just means it doesn't hurt your eyes as much so it's not like you're looking at a screen and at night I can turn all the lights off and still read and not wake Connor up or have any issues because my Kindle gives off light. So that's the best. That was a very long explanation, but literally I cannot recommend a Kindle more. Okay, I have been on my sleep goddess grind. Slippers have been fun. Every single day I wake up and put slippers on. It makes me feel really fancy. Melatonin, like I said, absolute game changer. Okay, my waffle iron is my best friend breakfast is everything to me and I am six and a half months into eating waffles every single day for breakfast and it is not getting old I am in heaven chocolate chip waffles gluten-free and and it's great love that waffle iron also I make homemade matcha but that's not really a 2022 thing that's like I've been doing that for a little bit okay I'm also I'm I'm accepting that I am a tote girl. No, I am forcing, <laughs> I'm forcing myself to be a trendy hair, hair claw tote girl because I just have always thought I'm not cool enough for those things, but I decided I am cool enough. So I've got a ton of totes and a ton of hair claws now. So vibing with that. Another favorite thing of the year is FaceTime, especially for the long distance besties, even the close distance besties. It's just a vibe. I love FaceTime. All right, music. I have discovered that I do, in fact, have a favorite Taylor Swift song of all time. I've never said that. I've always been like, don't make me choose. Like, I can't. But I know. I know I have one. And it is the beautiful, the powerful, my tears ricochet. (laughs) I can't even say it. Ricochet. Okay, bye. My tears ricochet. I didn't have it in myself to go with grace because when I fight... You used to tell me I was brave. 
and I can go anywhere I want, just not home. Okay. Okay. I love it. Another song that has risen to top three of all time, and I would be shocked if it ever gets bumped lower ever again, is Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy by Queen. Thank you, James. James. Goodbye. What is happening to me? It's getting late. Thank you, James Lemont Potter. You are the love of my life. Last material girl item is my tape player. It does make me feel like I'm a pick me girl every time I talk about it. I'm like, oh, did you know I had a tape player? Did you know I got my tape player from Urban Outfitters? Like, I know. I know it's pick me girl behavior, but I am serious. It is everything to me and I will never go back. There's nothing like the sound of hitting play on your tape player and it being like, like it's so the sound quality is trash but it's so sentimental (laughs) I literally was hiking the other day with my tape player and I like tried to cover the tape player with my shirt because I'm like I just casually have a tape player in the mountains (laughs) but it's so fun all right six more months of 2022 I hope they go by slow because that is just insane here are some of my goals for the rest of the year first off Utah summer I have decided to not go on trips. I have like one family trip, which is great. But other than that, I've decided to try to not do trips in Utah. Um, June is I'm already leaning into my Utah summer. I'm trying to go outside, be in the canyons, hike, just be, just soak up everything Utah. And then July, I also will not be leaving, but I also have some like people coming to visit me and um our magical valeris akatar week in the mountains at at the resort so utah summer is going to be amazing and part of that is i want to go outside every single day until winter starting now some days that's maybe like crazy kayaking at the lake some days that will just be driving up to my sunset spot which is a park by my house where i just read when the sun sets every single day i'm going to try to My next goal for the rest of the year, which the first part of the year has taught me, is to just sit back and let things unfold. No micromanaging, no forcing any type of trip or experience, just sitting back and as the ideas pop up, letting them happen, letting them flow. For example, we just had the idea, my friend group, to do an 80s day and we're going to dress up in 80s clothes and we're going to go roller skating and go to the fair and go to a drive-in movie. Maybe not all in the same day, but 80s vibes. And it just feels so natural because like Stranger Things came out. In the past, it's almost like I would start the whole year with a bucket list of experiences. And now, of course, I like, I you know, I have like a list of 45 experiences in my phone, but I'm not forcing it. I'm just like, oh, if they happen, great. If they don't, great. I'm also wanting to lean into what I was talking about of like when my friends are hanging out or like if I want to do something fun with Connor, just doing it and not worrying about work and just experimenting with what I can handle work-wise and introvert-wise and when like just, just dropping everything and not worrying about work. Yeah. Shop-wise with the common room, I feel like I am getting back to like such good roots of the common room because it's summer. I'm not doing like these crazy exciting sweaters, I'm which is so fun. But right now I'm just doing like graphic tees with a launch and experimenting with different fandoms. I'm about to tackle like a bunch of different fandoms in the next month 
And so just enjoying that and enjoying being back in my roots. It's been amazing. Okay, last one is at some point in the summer or the fall, I want to be reading more classic lit. Some of my favorites when I was little were Heidi, The Secret Garden, and Anne of Green Gables. So I'm going to be doing those. And then I also want to read Persuasion before the Jane Austen adaption comes out. Henry Golding, I love you. And then also I want to read A Little Princess, which was like my favorite movie as a kid, but I don't think I've ever read the book. Some events I'm excited about for the rest of the year, but also I am fine if they don't work out. I'm being chill. We're chill. Is, well, this one's for sure, is Harry Ween um, in LA for Love on Tour. So I'm excited to do that with my Harry girls. And then I'm pretty sure Connor and I will go to the Oregon Coast in October because that's tradition. We've been doing that for like five years or something. So definitely want to go there. Um, my friends have some exciting milestones coming up, like exciting birthdays and school stuff. So I want to celebrate that with them and make it so special. And then, um, for so long, I've been saying I want to live in New York City for a month. Well, I'm just, at least right now, I'm like really in my Utah era. Um, well, I live here, but I'm thinking instead of a month in New York, I will go for a week in New York, which is longer than I've ever done. And by I, I mean me and Connor. Uh, I'm too scared to go there alone and I don't want to go there alone but seven full days in New York and hit some Harry Styles shows while we're there and some Broadway shows that is my ultimate dream I really hope that it happens we we shall see I mean it's just like literally heaven to be like I'll be in New York for a week catching some shows anyone want to come and just going and having a magical time (sighs) Okay, I'm very excited for the rest of the year. I feel calm and grounded. I feel excited for the future, but also present in the moment, which is a nice sweet spot to be. I hope that everybody has had a really good 2022 so far. And if it's been lower, more low than high, that's so valid. If it's been more high than low, that's so valid. Um, Everyone deserves just... A fulfilling full life and I'm so grateful you guys listened to this episode it was just like a lot it was it was a lot of uh, like fangirling and emotion so thank you for tuning in next week we have a Harry Potter launch which we haven't done one in a sec it feels like um and it's really fun summer clothing and a ringer marauders tee that I custom designed and I love it so much. It is really soft and comfortable and retro and I'm torturing you with saying all this because I haven't released a sneak peek yet. So stay tuned. I'll definitely release a sneak peek over the weekend or on Monday. Can't wait for you guys to see the launch. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, bye guys.